everyone. Welcome back to Real Window, rewatching random movies from our childhood. I'm Lisa. I am Pauline. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. are back for another. Yes, you are. Good job. Yes. <laughs> it's we true. are both ourselves. We promise. I am me, and you are you. <laughs> We're starting this again. Whoa, whoa. We, got, we can't reuse material like Wait, this. Come on. Fresh I'm stuff. Me. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, welcome back to another trivia episode, guys. Uh, For anyone who hasn't listened to one before or this has been a while, trivia episode is basically where we, one of us has chosen the movie of the week and the other one has no clue what it is and through a series of trivia questions is going to try and guess the movie by the end of the episode. And it's my turn to have chosen the movie and I'm very excited because I got very excited when I saw this one uh, in one of our our streaming services and I was like, ooh, ooh. Mm. actually this is gonna be a fun one all right pauline i'll actually i'm also slightly worried you might not get it by the end of the episode but i'm also oh. i'm also like pauline's got this she she knows her oh. shit. she'll oh, get this I, that's like a vote of confidence but like not <laughs> but not it's a very backhanded vote yeah of confidence. i'm so like she could if she could you <laughs> this could go either way you're, you're welcome i'm I mean, me <laughs> you're you're you, you? Got it. Okay, I can handle it. Yeah, this is how this this is going to go. All right. So I appreciate the the half vote of confidence, Lisa. Thank you. (laughs) Well, there are certain movies that when I pick them, I won't disappoint you. She's going to guess this in in like four questions. And this one, I'm like, please guess this one. Uh, It's not as bad as Last Unicorn, but still. All right. Okay, sweet. Okay, good. That's a good bar. (laughs) I promise. I promise. Not as bad as Last Unicorn. Throw out a pirate cat with a patch, and I got oh. it. Okay. <laughs> right. Here we go. All right. So, as always, let us start with the budget, because, I mean, that's yeah, totally gotta... important information to know. Absolutely. So, the budget for this 1992 film, well, I am well, going to give you the, the year. year. Yeah, I'm throwing right it out. 1992. Interesting strategy. Um, You're really worried you. I won't get this movie. <laughs> I really want to make sure you get this Okay, 92. All right. Was, uh, was $7 million. Okay. Yeah, so a little modest, but not too bad. Uh how much money did it make at the box office? Okay. 16.6 million, mm-hmm. 35.7 million, 58.2 million, or 74.1 million? I'm going to say 16. Let's keep it modest. You are absolutely right. It is oh, 16.6 million. So okay. it didn't make a ton of money, but it did make back its budget. Um, there you go. So it wasn't a complete flop. There we go. But obviously, you're worried. This yeah, is not obviously a not a big okay. one. But that's interesting. Okay. Does this so, have a cult following? Yes. So the production company of our mystery film is called Sand Dollar, which is a company I hadn't heard of until I was looking this up, though it was distributed by Fox. Um, however, this company was owned by a famous country singer until the company ended in 2015. Who do you think the singer was? Was it Dolly Parton, Reba McIntyre, Kenny Rogers, or Garth Brooks? Oh, um, I don't think, okay, I don't think Garth Brooks, because I feel like he's not in movies. Same with Reba. Mm. Dolly's in movies. I feel like it could definitely be Dolly. Uh, what's the other option? Kenny, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Um, I'm going to say Dolly. Let's go with Dolly Parton. Absolutely right. It was, oh, it was Dolly Parton's company. Um, actually, Reba McIntyre has been in movies. She was actually in that lovely movie, North, with uh, Elijah Wood. <laughs> 
Oh, fuck. You remember what a that terrible, terrible film. Where he has but to choose was... his parents. He's like going mm-hmm. around choosing. Yeah, okay. He's going around the world. Choosing remember parents. nothing about, so... about that. No, what I remember no. about that is he's hanglining with the Hawaiian parents <laughs> oh, and they're yeah. telling him about the letters of the alphabet in Hawaiian and that they have less letters and they go through what they've <laughs> so got. So you, you pretty much get straight A's in school, I think was the takeaway. That was the takeaway. And that I was like, well, this is a learning time for me. Let's go to Hawaii and tell us. <laughs> totally. Oh, oh, sorry, that's pronounced Hawaii. Hawaii. Ukulele. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, but anyways, yeah. So it was it was Dolly Parton's company, um, and it was and it was running right up until okay. 2015, when unfortunately her production partner did pass away. So that was kind of she decided to end the the company then. But mm. it did also produce Father of the Bride and Father of the Bride Part Two. So classic, classic 90s movies from our mm-hmm. family. Great mm-hmm. movies. Okay, love them. Okay, so while the director of this film, Fran Rubel Kuzai, uh, uh. only directed one other film. Mm-hmm. in her entire roster she's she does more production uh, more as like a producer role got it uh the writer of this film is quite well known a uh, mr joss whedon which of the Ooh, following that name is very familiar yeah, very Kay. familiar mm-hmm. which of the following and, and anyone who's a super geek listening to this is like oh my god joss whedon um he's also kind of recently been in the news in a very unflattering way so we'll just keep moving along which of the following Who does has not it? have a, totally which of the following film does mm-hmm. not have a writing credit by him because he's it. often uh known for his his writing okay alien resurrection titan ae atlantis the lost empire or mission impossible three Wow, that's quite the spectrum. Um, I'm going to say, let's go with Titan A. Uh, no, actually, he he does have a writing credit for that one. Mission Impossible Three, he does not mm. have a writing credit for. So Joss Whedon, he's the one who did. Um, he's done a ton of like geeky sort of TV shows, and then he was the writer for the event, the first Avengers film. Oh, okay, where they all gather together, and then he did the second Avengers film, and then kind of got burnt out. But he's done a. He's very much done a lot of geeky sort of films and movies. He also was uh, has a credit for Toy Story. He helped with the screenwriting for oh, Toy cool. Story and a bunch of others. So his name does pop up a fair bit, but yeah. he's. He was beloved by geeks for the creating the TV show Firefly. Oh, there you have it. There mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. it. There That's where his name often pops up Got among it. like sort of geeky fans. Okay, so of the cast of this film, one actor in particular was known for improvising their lines so much so that Joss Whedon referred to them as an asshole and never wanted to work with Bill them. Murray. <laughs> I haven't gotten to the options yet. Shush. Is Bill Murray the right answer? <laughs> he's, he's one of the options. Shush. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. God. <laughs> let, me, let me give the uh, rest. I'm them. like, let's think about actors' reputations. Okay, go on. <laughs> okay. Billy Crystal, mm-hmm. Bill Murray, mm-hmm. Donald Sutherland, or Anthony Hopkins. I gotta say Bill Murray. I mean, I already said that as my option. I'm probably uh, wrong, but I need to say it. That. It is wrong, and I totally get why you would say it, though, because he does have a rep. It actually is Donald Sutherland. So apparently really? Donald Sutherland improvised a lot of his lines, and the director, because he was like the big A-lister, um, you know, classic actor in the film, sort of gave him a lot of leeway, leeway and, of and Joss was pissed because he's very precious about his script writing and he thought that Sutherland was basically turning his his lines into into jarg into nothing like he thought right. they didn't mean anything anymore got it <laughs> so which I feel like off when you're when you're mm-hmm. when your artistic um 
stream is then taken over yeah. by someone else and then they butcher it. I yeah, I get oh, yeah. that. You, I mean, you get upset. He was for this film actually. It was not what he envisioned. So he actually um he does not appreciate this. Got film. it. Okay. <laughs> A 1992 film that Joss Whedon does not appreciate uh, with Donald Sutherland. Even though Sutherland he wrote it, it, yeah, with Donald Sutherland. There you go. Okay. Keep that. Keep that in mind. Okay. okay, here we go. So this movie does mark the feature film debut of a very famous actress. Okay. Which one is it? Um, Hilary Swank, Eva Mendes, Elizabeth Banks, or Amy Adams? Oh, great! Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of these are great. All great. Yeah. All great. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say Hilary Swank. You are absolutely right. So this was her feature film debut. She doesn't have a big role, but she is in it. And then it sort of led to other roles afterwards. So she's quite young in the film. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's 1992. So okay. <laughs> 1992. All right. So there we go. We've already got our cast. This is percolating <laughs> in the back of my brain. Like why... Why I said Hillary Swank, I can't tell you, but in my head, mm-hmm. I was like, there's a movie I, I know. I had a feeling that has your instinct, and your instinct was going to take over. Okay. And I don't know why, but I It's know okay. That. We're going to get to some of the other directors, and I'm really hoping one of them is going to unlock it for you. Okay. Um, okay. So two actors who have previously appeared in other movies that we have rewatched for this podcast Ooh. appear in this movie. Okay. Now, it doesn't mean they were in the same movie together that we reviewed, right. just that these two actors have appeared at some point in Got the it. podcast. Okay. So which pair are in this movie? Rudger Hauer and Paul Rubens, Dan Aykroyd and John Candy. Wait, pause for a sec. I need to visualize yeah. who you're saying. I just need okay. a minute. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. these are pairs. Okay, got it. Okay. okay, okay. Next Still one. Good? Okay. Yep. Yarun Krebe and Whoopi Goldberg. Pause. Who the fuck is Yarun Krebe? Oh, wait. Okay, yes. He's the bad guy <laughs> in The Fugitive. Okay, go on. Yes. Okay. The one that we had so much fun pronouncing his name. Yeah. Um, or Kevin Costner and Terry O'Quinn. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm going to say Kevin Costner and Terry O'Quinn. Uh, actually, no. Nice. Uh, it, it's Rudger Hauer and Paul Rubens are both in this film. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So okay. stay with me, man. Stay with me. We've got Rudger Hauer. Right. We've got Paul Rubens. We've got Donald Sutherland. And we have a very small role of Hilary Swank. Uh, okay. shall we let's reveal another actor mm-hmm. I think I think I'm hoping this is going to be the one that unlocks it for you okay if, if this is all percolating in the back of your head I'm really hoping this reveal will, will help a bit more okay so the movie's production had to be limited to five weeks they couldn't go longer because they had to accommodate one of the lead actors filming schedule for the popular tv show they were on at the time called Beverly Hills 90210. Mm-hmm. Which okay. actor was it? Was it Jason Priestley, mm-hmm. Shannon Doherty, Tori Spelling, or Luke Perry? Oh my God. <laughs> is yes. it Luke Perry? It is Luke Perry. Yeah. Luke Perry is in this. Movie? Yes. What? I think it is. <laughs> I'm hoping. You tell me. Is this? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. What yes. a movie to pick. I was like, I'm going through the actors you mentioned, and I'm seeing them all in my head. And I'm like, 
fuck off. You just chose Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I did choose Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And Joss Whedon was so upset with how his film got taken over and turned into like more of a comedy. He had it much darker that he rewrote it, of course, for the Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show. And he Mm. actually says that this film is not canon. He's like, don't ever associate the two. And then it got turned into like that big hit of a TV series. And so, yeah, this guy is the 1992 original film. So he then went to do the like the Buffy that we know and love with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Michelle Gellar. And that became a massive hit that has massive hit. Crazy amounts of like fan following. So many. And then like Like, had a spinoff show for Angel. Yeah. It was huge. This is what what, lady. What's her name? Yeah. It's it's what uh, Michelle Trachtenberg is in it. And wow. So he yeah. really made it successful. As he really, really made was, it successful afterwards. It up. Like he really, yeah, so everyone, he really everyone did have a good up. vision. And, and that's what put him on the map oh. um, was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like that's what put him on the map for everything. Um, unfortunately, that's what's in the news right now. If you see Joss Whedon's name, guys, um, is because there have been reports on set that he was an intolerable person to work with for a lot of people, especially on the set of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh. Um, he would purposefully make, you know, all kinds of stuff. I'll let you guys read it. But uh, yeah, it's, I'm like, we don't there's been to... like those who defend him and those who don't, of course. And it's just, it's not that it's, it's like just how he talked to people. Apparently it was very right. clicky. It was like high school kind of thing. Right. He's not sexually but... assaulting anyone. He was just verbally abusing them. They're verbally abusing them. Exactly. So so he's kind of it. And I was like, I swear this was not a... I didn't go searching for this movie because of those allegations. I just saw it, got really happy. And well, that would be a very the stuff in the news and was like, darn. For you to do. <laughs> oh, I know. It would, it would be a very weird... Look who's let's, in the news. Let's go let's, look at their well, movies and watch them. Well, let's, help let's promote watch the them. movie they hate. How about that? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, let's watch them. the movie. Holy moly. Oh, <laughs> We're oh watching gosh. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I have not seen for so long. But when I saw the movie, cover, where's it on? When I was, where's it on? It's on Disney Plus on Man. their star section. Yeah, I was I was just sort of flipping through, seeing what new movies were in there that we could potentially add to this podcast, and I saw this one, and I was like, yes. Oh my gosh, I'm picturing yes. the actors like, like I wasn't. It was mm. very. In the back, I don't know who Hillary Swank is right now in my head, but mm. I'm like, that is Donald Sutherland. And then when I mentioned Luke Perry, and then I was like, shit, that is Rudger Hauer. And I was like, fuck me. This yeah. is Buffy the Vampire. Rudger Hauer plays the big baddie. Guys. Paul Rubens plays his henchman. Oh my God. And if you don't know who Paul Rubens is, um, we do mention him in a previous episode, Flight the Navigator. Navigator. He played uh, Pee Wee Herman, uh, for anyone who's not as familiar with his actual name. Um, okay, so Pauline, the lead actress in this film, do you happen to remember her name? No, I didn't. No, but, okay, no. Christy Swanson. Okay. She had a small, but her first role was a small, but very memorable role in Ferris Bueller's Day Off as yes. Simone. Yes. Yes. Okay, so here we go. She's the economic student. Can you remember the dialogue that she oh, had in full points? No, but I can remember I, I will, roughly will, what it says. Yeah, I will. Uh, you don't have to do the full thing, but I will start us off with the Bueller, and you go right ahead with okay. whatever you remember. Okay, ready? Bueller. 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 Uh, he's sick. My best friend's sister's brother's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend's saw him at pass out at Thirty One Flavors last night. I think it's pretty serious. Thank you, Simone. <laughs> 
problem. You got it pretty good. No problem whatsoever. That's her. Talk That's to this her, guys. No, because it's like it's longer. Yeah. It's like talk to this guy who saw his friend. Yeah, it's this is. I'll, it's I'll give you the. What is it, Lisa? It's, um, um, he's sick. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid who's going with this girl who saw Ferris pass out at Thirty One Flavors last night. I guess it's pretty serious. I mean, I got uh, it pretty close. That's pretty damn good. You did, I which mean, is why I was impressed. Thank you. Thank I was, you. I knew you would. I knew you would do quite well with it. Thank so you. she, that role was actually, um, she had originally auditioned for a different role that ended up being sort of changed, but uh john hughes liked her so much he put her in the uh in the economics classroom and wrote that dialogue just that's awesome that's funny yeah it's a great line so i thought i'd throw that in because it was so good it is good. my final my final well i got two questions let's do two let's do two more so let's do two more why not so one of the characters from this film played by the original actor made a guest appearance recently on the comedy supernatural show what we do in the shadows during a scene involving the High Vampiric Council. Wow. Which actor was it? Paul Rubens, Donald Sutherland, Luke Perry, or Christy Swanson? Oh, my first guess was going to be Rutger Hauer, so I'm wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's say Paul Rubens. Yeah, it was him. Sweet. In full makeup, he looked exactly like, for anyone who doesn't know, What We Do in the Shadows is one of my favorite shows out right now. It's about, it's a parody documentary about vampires, three very incompetent vampires, and they get in trouble at one point, and they're hauled in front of the High Vampiric Council, and Paul Rufin's That's awesome. in the full get-up from this movie with the name... Is there Tilda Swinton is there as herself? Amazing. Wesley Snipes is there as, <laughs> as Blade. Herself. <laughs> as herself. That's herself. She's the head of the Vampire Council, just as herself. And then Wesley <laughs> Snipes as Blade is there. That's like cool. there's a, and they make mention of Brad and Tom and how right. they couldn't come. And right. It was very clever and I couldn't stop laughing. But when I saw Gosh, him, I was like, oh awesome. my God, that's Paul Rubens from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So I had to throw that one in. And then finally. Um, a bunch of celebrities were set to make cameos as vampires in this film, but unfortunately they ended up being cut due to time and budgetary constraints. So I'm going to give you four names. Which one was not going to have a cameo? Okay. Okay. David Bowie, Mick Jagger, Carrie Elways, or Sting? Ooh, all musical except Carrie Elways. That's mm. very interesting. I feel like he's <laughs> definitely one of them. Um, I'm going to say not Mick Jagger. Actually, yeah, it was not Sting. Mick Jagger and oh. David Bowie and Carrie Elways were all set to have cameos. And man, how great how would that awesome have been? Would that, like Mick Jagger <laughs> wouldn't even need makeup to look like a vampire. I, know. I was thinking that. And same with David. David Bowie would just oh, wear yeah. his own makeup. Well, David, David Bowie would just dress however he They should he just felt dress like him it. like What's-His-Face from Labyrinth. And, and, that'd be, oh my and then just give him vampiric teeth. And it's like he looks like a vampire. He looks like he could lead the Twilight series. It's, it's honestly true. Well, actually, he's too glam for the Twilight series. That's true. <laughs> The Twilight series could he'd, use a little glam. He'd outclass them That's all. true. Oh, Very man. true. I mean, well, Bowie yeah. would outclass most. So He'd outclass anyone. He'd outclass everybody. So. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Well, yeah, there we go, Pauline. Buffy, you guessed it. I'm so happy you guessed Slayer. it. Lisa, what is the quote that you chose? In this? Is there a quote you remember? Did you have to look one there, up? There actually are a couple that I do remember. Okay. But one I remember because we thought it was hilarious oh, I'm excited. I don't know and where this is going. A bunch. Okay. And it was it's a Paul Rubens quote of course because we thought his character was the funniest. Of course. And it's um it's 
You ruined my new jacket. Oh, shit. <laughs> Kill him a lot. <laughs> and it's hilarious because, guys, uh, he's lost an arm. Luke Perry has cut off, him to lose cut his, off arm his arm by accident, and he's more upset that his new jacket is wrecked. And we thought that was hysterical. Oh my god, amazing! <laughs> so the quote is, "You knew it ruined my new jacket," but I also love that the kill quote him continues a lot. into "kill him a lot." Brilliant, like, brilliant. And I'm sure you're not at all surprised to learn that Paul Rubens did a lot of improvisation. No, what really <laughs> crazy. It seems like such an um, orderly, organized movie. So oh God, I'm shocked I can't even that there's imagine. so much improvisation. <laughs> it feels like they just, I, I haven't even seen it. And I can already say that it feels like, it feels like the, the director was just like, here, everyone, just run around randomly on set and start fighting each other. And I'm just going to start filming. And we'll just, just take film a week whoever get. looks interesting. And we'll just cobble this all oh together. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so disordered. Oh. This is going to be... This is going to be fascinating. fascinating. This is going to be a fascinating watch. watch. I'm so curious. If anyway, so yes, yes, guys. I, this, if we like it at all. Yeah. Like, I'm curious what we remember. We were little. Oh. Um, we thought we were so cool watching it because it was our big sister, JM, who of had, like, course. gotten that movie. And we wanted Absolutely. to be cool like her. And couldn't believe we were watching, like, a vampire movie. Right. And, and yeah, this was before so, vampires mm-hmm. were, like, big. This was before they were super cool. Yeah. This it was be... before the TV show took off, guys. This, this <laughs> set is the it. stage. So... Oh, man, I'm excited. That's so funny because I remember feeling quite snobbish towards the TV show Buffy because I (laughs) remember being like, well, like, they're not the original Buffy. Like, I remember thinking (laughs) that in my head. And therefore, I was like, I wasn't going to watch the TV show, which I didn't watch, oh, but also because amazing. our mom would never let us watch Buffy. No, I didn't watch TV it for show. that reason. I was like, I don't want to get in trouble. And, you know, I wasn't super which is like, surprising. oh, my gosh, I have to watch it. That it mom let us of, watch the movie. I don't know how much she was aware of us watching Buffy the Vampire. Interesting. <laughs> we should ask JM that question. Right. All right. Anyways, everyone. Uh, as Here I it mentioned, is. This is yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer 1992 version. If you haven't seen it but we're a fan of the show, I'm curious if you want to watch this one or do not. It. Um, do it. Do it. Please do it. Please do it. It's as I mentioned, it's streaming on Disney Plus, part of their new star addition to their their streaming service. It is also available on iTunes. You can rent it. You can uh, you can buy it if you so choose to buy it. It's also might be available at your local library. I know it's at the Cal Republic one. I looked that up, so you Look can you. rent it that way too. Yeah, in advance. That's how much I care about all of you. All right. So thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, thank you for enjoying this podcast like you do. Please like, subscribe, uh, l- leave us a little review on whatever platform that you listen to us on. We're also on Twitter. We're on Instagram at Real Window. Uh, thanks so much. We look forward to talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> Yeah, next we do. Week. Yeah, <laughs> we right. do. This has been Real Window. See you next time. Thank you.